With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. SEC assistant coaching uh, shakeups that will definitely affect the Vols. I want to start with, if I may, Trooper Taylor to Texas A&M. Um, Trooper Taylor, now I know there had been talk about uh uh, potential NCAA issues is why he kind of got uh, sent to uh, Arkansas State. But that wasn't really the case. The guy loves his family. He got to coach his son. His wife got his uh, uh, her doctorate there. So she goes to uh, – he goes to Texas A&M. Basically, he took five years in the middle of his career, which I, I commend him for, Caleb, to say this is best for my family. That's what I'm going to do. So he's at Texas A&M. I'm sorry, but if Trooper Taylor is a part of your program, your program is better. I think that's a very solid hire. That's a great hire. Now, this is one that's going to do wonders for Texas A&M because I think Mike Elko is a guy who's just a really smart, like, you know, analytics Harvard type coach that you guys know I'm a huge fan of. I love it, but he he needed recruiters to get him the talent. Texas A&M has the NIL collective. We know that. So Trooper Taylor there is going to be a huge advantage. I don't know how much it's going to hurt Tennessee. I just think they're recruiting different guys most of the time. You could tell me more about this, Dave, but I know everybody wants to freak out about Walter Nolan. That's the exception, not the rule. Typically, Tennessee and Texas I don't think it hurts Tennessee, but I'd be really curious if Trooper Taylor could coach defensive backs. I mean, that, 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 you see what I'm driving at? I, I, I know he's an going. offensive coach. I know Trooper well. Um, uh, he's an offensive coach, but you would get the equal recruiter. Uh, Just imagine and, and if Willie he Mar- had been having Willie Martinez and take it a step further. Everybody says Tim Banks is heavily involved in the secondary. They're not giving Willie Martinez the contract extension as of yet. I guess that should come out every day. I would I would call Troop and say, listen, when you understand the passing trees on offense, sometimes it can make you a better uh, secondary coach, and it doesn't happen a lot. When I'm inferring is a bit of a reach, but it's not the worst reach in the world, is it? No, it's not. As a matter of fact, Trooper Taylor, I think he's coached defensive backs in the past. And more importantly than this, 
from a recruiting standpoint, Trooper Taylor's not just successful at landing recruits. There's another layer to this, and this is kind of a Rodney Garner. This is where Rodney Garner is so skilled, Dave, and I think it's very underrated when you're a little bit behind the eight ball. Trooper Taylor is superb at evaluating talent. I mean, I, I you covered his you covered his role on recruiting for Tennessee. He was the one who scouted Randall Cobb, wasn't he? Oh yeah, he wanted him from the get, and they didn't offer him till two weeks before signing day. It was like January the tenth, maybe three. Weeks. And Cobb was barely a two star on anybody's radar radar for a while. Trooper guys was the one who discovered him and knew how good he was going to be. Um, was Trooper the one who who discovered Patrick Willis? Because I know Tennessee no, didn't that, was, that would have been before his time. That was when John Chavis determined that the future Hall of Famer wasn't fast enough to play in the SEC. <laughs> <laughs> what it uh yeah yeah that's right. no, that I was forgot. that was what troop can't lay claim uh nor credence to that whatsoever but i uh, know he, he did he did evaluate randall cobb and he was absolutely right he um i mean the guy knows ball through and through and you know Troops never had a drink in his life at least last i've talked to him never yeah he seems uh, like he's a very is he a very religious dude or Yes. Yeah, he is. Yeah. Um, so I, I think that would have been, uh, but let's get some other ones. What are some other moves in, in particular, the South Carolina move? I just get the feeling that the, the, the books out and probably has been in coaching circles about Shane Beamer, that he's not the best head coach to work for. And because he's probably a little bit uh, not detail oriented, Billy <laughs> Napier. And, I think he's kind of show, and I don't think people like that. So they have two assistants from AM, whoopity doodah, and then there's they still got two more positions to fill. That's still not got good two... for the Gamecocks. No, not at all. They I they added running backs coach Markwell Blackwell from AM this past uh weekend. Um also they've got offensive assistant James Coley, who is going there from Texas AM. But um Former tight ends coach Jody Wright. That's the one loss that you can't. He left to become the head coach at Murray State, but like he's got, he scapegoated, for instance, Montario Hardesty, former Tennessee running back. He fired Montario Hardesty uh, at the beginning of January. I mean, I don't know why you fire a running backs coach who's a great recruiter. What do you like? Again, you you and I don't know this, Dave. On field coaching with running backs is not that important. And Montario is a great recruiter, so that's that's a, that's a blatant scapegoat move, isn't it? To say that this is not my fault, it's my staff, and I'm changing the staff, so we'll be okay. Especially a running backs coach. What the hell is he doing? I mean, if he can't teach pass pro, then he shouldn't have gotten hired in the first place. And running backs run the green. That's not that difficult. So. Yeah, yeah, if you if you fire a running backs coach who's known as your great recruiter in the middle of the season, yeah, it's just to try to get some people off your back. That's exactly what it was. So South Carolina is in big trouble. I agree. The 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 uh, bottom's about to fall out. Uh, before I get to Georgia, uh, by the way, Washington offensive coordinator Ryan Grubb is going to follow DeBoer to Alabama. Um, that's why Jed Fish took the job at Washington. Um, I want to get to before I get to Georgia. Something's going on at Auburn, guys. Uh, you remember when Hugh Freeze threw his staff under the bus, right? For his Music City Bowl loss? I th I think I know what this is before you get, get really conspiracy deep. Let me just As say As a matter of fact, I, from talking to somebody over the weekend, I'm pretty sure I did. But go ahead. I'll just say this publicly real quick, what we do know. Hugh Freeze said he's going to take over play calling duties uh, after he threw his staff and blamed his staff for losing the Music City Bowl. Cadillac Williams has now stepped down. 
Now, Cadillac was considered a very crucial part of Auburn when to keep when Hugh Freeze took over. So something's weird there, Dave. You tell me. Was Cadillac handling play call duties? Do we know that for sure? No, I don't think he was handling play call duties. Yeah, it was their goofball head coach. I can't remember his name all of a sudden. That loved to run four tight end sets. The head coach? What are you talking about? Hugh Freeze is the head coach. Uh, no, the former head coach, not not Freeze. The guy that was before him. He was. Oh, he Brian was, Harson. Yeah, he, he handled their play calling before, and then you would think Hugh Freeze would have done last year. Here, here are my thoughts. Cadillac Williams was hired as a coach. Um, can you check and see how far he goes back um, when he was hired at Auburn? Because I think Cadillac Williams is a guy that if you don't like in the beginning and you're hired at Auburn and you have all these dalliances with escorts, you don't have a lot of um, you don't have a lot of leverage to say, I want this Cadillac gone, who's one of your all-time favorite players. So I think that I think that Hugh Freeze probably wanted to make that change from the get and have all of his own guys. And he wanted to wait a while um, until he, he won some boosters over whether or not he has, I don't know. But uh, that would be my thinking. And you don't have to fire a guy like Cadillac. You just have to kind of not invite him to some offensive meetings, to be real honest with you. When was he hired at Auburn? Did you find that? Yeah, he was hired at Auburn by the old coach. Uh, he was hired in 20... 20- Actually, he was hired by Gus Malzahn in 2019. So he stayed through Malzahn and... Um, and Brian Harson and Hugh Freeze. The weird part about Hugh Freeze is the person he relieved, uh, the offensive coordinator, Phil, the one he was taking over play call introduced for us was Philip Montgomery, who coached at Tulsa. And I believe, Dave, he is a Gus Malzahn protege, Philip Montgomery is. So, or no, he's a he's a Art Bryles protege. That's who he is. He's an Art Bryles protege. So Philip Montgomery um, was calling the plays under Hugh Freeze. It was weird that Hugh Freeze hired him to begin with if, you, if Hugh Freeze wants his own offense. I just if you fire if you take over play calling duties and make this shift one year into your tenure, something's not going right usually. I I think you probably wanted to get rid of him before, and they said it'd be bad PR. Can you just keep him around for a year? That's no, not Cadillac. No, I'm talking about the offensive coordinator that he hired last year. That's no longer there. He brought in Philip Montgomery. Montgomery's gone for one year, and he's taken over play calling. Fine, but why did you bring in Philip Montgomery to begin with? The Tulsa coach who was a Art Bryles protege. Uh, those guys that are very involved with the offense always have issues. Gus Malzahn and Hugh Freeze it seemed like one year they'll say, hey, I'm going to come out and I'm going to call the plays this year. And I'm taking more control of the offense. And the next year they'll say, hey, I'm going to hand it over to this guy. I think he'll do a better job. And so it kind of goes back and forth. We'll be interested to see if, if it ends up continuing like that.